Good morning, my wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be May 11th, 2022, November 2021. Revelation revamp, you guys. One more episode. I hope you guys have gotten some value out of this. I always enjoy doing this part of the podcast because I get to sit back and look at how much God has answered my prayers and how much I've grown and the insights that I've um, have gotten. And I hope that this has provoked you guys to do the same thing in your life. I want you guys to do your own revelation revamp. You know, go back on your journals, go back on your history and uh, see how much the Lord has done for you. And if you have not started the practice of, you know, journaling every day, oh my gosh, I highly, highly, highly recommend it, you guys. It is so key to growth and understanding and insight and, um, you know, writing your heart on paper and your thoughts and your worries and your joys and your cares and your whatever it is you got to pour out you can do that on the paper and it's just amazing how as you do that you know the lord um uses that to help help you grow and uh anyway you guys i hope you've gotten some value out of this and like i said i definitely encourage you to start taking up a time to start recording your spiritual history and uh you know you can reflect on it and encourage yourself so Today, I want to talk to you guys about something that I came across. Um, There was a lot going on last year, a lot of growth happening. Um, And I was reading, you know, different books. And um, one was called The People Factor by Van. I think it's Van Moody. I talked to you guys about his book in another video that I did on Daily Encouragement page on my Facebook page and how he broke down what it means to be in biblical covenant. And I will definitely share that again, you guys. It was so good and so vital in these times for us to really know what it means to be in covenant with God and um, really how that applies to everything going on in our life. But um, I was reading his book and, you know, just kind of reflecting on my own life. And, you know, like I said, so there was a lot of growth going on, a lot of prayers. Um, This is November 2021 is when I had realized or I think it was, um, I found out about Trilogy Christian Publishing and my devotional and praying about, you know, getting money for the commercial. You guys, I'm still praying for that and uh, looking forward to that. I really believe that, um, you know, God's church, us, you, individuals, your grace that God has poured into your life is supposed to influence the world. Your life is supposed to be a reflection of why Jesus Christ came. You are not to be him. You are to validate why he came. He came to save sinners. So his grace restores you. You become a child of God. You become an heir. You become a new creation. You have new desires, new, new everything, right? Your life will never be the same. And we're supposed to reflect that. And I believe that, you know, the church has that responsibility to reflect the grace of God. And that's why I want this commercial with this book, because, um, I really believe, you know, my heart is to influence the world with the grace of God. And I want to do that in the highest capacity. Why not? You know? And so I'm just looking forward to that. And I I hope you guys can read this devotional and it can stir a fire in you to get your grace in your life and, and get underneath the outpouring of that and get the healing in your life and get the growth and get the revelation and the insight and, and, and really understand and know how God has worked in your life where you're so confident that you start, you know, writing your own books. You start, start, you know, making your own podcasts and doing videos and influencing people with how only you can. You guys, we don't have 
the same lives and the same experiences. We are, we are all so unique and different. And that's what's so amazing about the body of Christ. Did you guys know every single cell in the body, none of them, none of them are the exact same, you know, and, but they all come together to, to keep the human body alive. And we all come together, right. To, um, you know, how can you say this restore like humanity, <laughs> right? The, the, the body of Christ, the, the spirit of God, his heart is to restore and, and make new. And we do that by us living out the newness that God's done in us. And so I just want to provoke you guys to really live in that. And I want to share that with the world. So anyway, guys, let me just get into this really quick. So revelation revamp history or character. What is your criteria for keeping a relationship? And so you guys, you know, i definitely was deep in reflection last year. And I just want to share some thoughts that I, you know, had written down and I want to share them with you guys just in case you can relate to me in this way. And then you can start just praying about it in your own life and asking the Lord to send you some resources. If you guys got some patterns in your life or just things that you realize aren't serving you, you're, you're, you're becoming more aware of your burdens. Um, ask God to give you resources and people and perspectives that can help you get through that. Okay. God will do it. He is so faithful. That is what the body of Christ is for. That is the grace of God upon us. And all you got to do is ask you guys, did you know that's the only thing you have to do? I'm telling you, I'm a testimony of that. And that can be really frustrating sometimes. I'm like, Lord, all I have to do is ask. Sometimes I just don't want to have to ask. I'm, I'm just being honest with you guys. I'm just like, Lord, why can't you just do it? Why do I always have to ask for everything? You know, but um, really, I, I love how simple it is. All you have to do is ask and you will receive. So get up in the morning or even at this moment, after you're done listening to this podcast, become aware of the areas of your life that you're burdened and start asking God to lift the burden and bring resources into your life and in mindsets that will help you get to where you want to be. Okay. Do you want to be burdened and stressed the rest of your life? Do you want to be stuck? Do you want your head underneath a mattress, right? Just suffocating yourself. You know, where, where, who do you want to become? What, what kind of progress do you want to have in your life? What kind of fruit do you want to bear? You know, what, what kind of legacy do you want to leave in your life? These are all the questions we need to be asking ourselves. And it's our responsibility to become aware of the burdens and the stressors that are getting in the way and start asking God to bring resources. So anyway, he will do that, you guys. So I wrote this thought down and it was, you know, it says, Lord, I was reading this morning about toxic people. And how we got we got to separate from them, and I was just like, you know, um, okay, I hold on to old relationships because of the history and not their character. Have you ever held on to a toxic relationship in your life because you've known this person for such a long time, you guys? And that has been one kind of Achilles' heel for me is I'm so loyal, and. Um, you know, if I've been through a lot of stuff with a person, I tend to hold on to that relationship. And then as I'm progressing, even if that other person isn't necessarily progressing, I'll like still hold on to it in hopes that I can inspire them to progress. But then I realize that there's imbalances in the relationship at times. Like, you know what? I need certain things and I'm not getting that from them. Does that make sense? You know, um, one of the biggest things that I, that has helped me realize, um, or not help me realize one of the biggest things that has helped me, um, get to where I'm at and have the healing and the growth that I've experienced is my ability to be vulnerable and ask for what I need and be aware of my needs 
and bring those needs into relationship. And in toxic relationships, that doesn't happen. They bring all their needs to you, but they don't have any space for you. They don't have anything to give back to you because it's all about them, right? And that's just the that's just how it is, you know. Um, it becomes toxic because it's one-sided. There's no flow. It's like water going into a pond, but that pond isn't pouring back out. It's not a stream. It's it's not a river, and so it just gets stagnant. You know, that person can become stagnant because they're not doing. Sometimes talk, you know, and that's the other thing with toxic people. They don't do anything with any of the information you give to them. You know, and that was one of my biggest problems was being that I grew up in a alcoholic dynamic, I became very responsible at a very young age. Um, you know, I, I, because I learned that me taking care of my problems was a burden to my mother, I learned to start making her needs more of a priority than mine. And so I, I started to figure out, okay, what does she need? What does he need in order for me to feel better. Hold on just a second, you guys. What do you need? Don't worry about it. It's not time to go yet, son. I'll let you know. It's my son. We have a dentist appointment to go to today, so he's like asking me. Anyway, um, it's not time, son. Sorry, you guys. Um, I'm trying to talk to you, and he like bangs on the door, and it distracts me, and then I get frustrated because I'm like, can you just like wait, please? <laughs> please, children, can you please wait? Anyway, um, where was I? I grew up in an alcoholic dynamic. I told you guys that story many times, you know, where um, as soon as my mom found out that I was talking to people about my burdens at school, um, she was like, look, if you continue to do that, they're going to take you out of here. So then I learned, well, I can't deal with my problems my way. Um, and I didn't want to get taken from my mom. That would have caused more stress for me. My objective was to not have any more stress in my life, right? So I was like, well, then I'm not going to do that anymore. I don't want to get taken away from her. So maybe if I try to figure out what she needs or he needs, I can get peace in my life. And that's really the nature of codependency. When you start to think that if you do things for other people that you're going to bring peace or whatnot, and not even considering yourself in the process, not considering what you need or is really what you're doing a burden, right? Um, it was not my responsibility to cater to my mother in that way. Her responsibility was to just take care of the shit that was going on, right? Um, her responsibility was to get healing in her life and, and, you know, figure out why does she continue to, you know, stay with abusive men or, you know, what does she need, right? I don't, I don't think she ever asked herself that question, you know? And I, and so anyway, you guys, the point is, is growing up in that I, I produced, I, how can I say this? I developed a lot of patterns and, um, what was I talking about before? Uh, toxic relationships. They don't give out. You're always giving to them, but, um, you know, you're not getting what you need. And so anyway, I was just like, wow, Lord, I hold on to old relationships because of the history, not their character. You know, being very loyal. Um, like I said, I, I care about people and I want people to, um, be successful, you know, and grow. But, um, you know, I don't have any responsibility for that. And like I said, there would be times where I found myself giving advice to people, especially unsolicited advice. You guys, I was definitely the queen of that. I still have to watch myself. I still, find myself falling into those patterns. Like, Ashley, are you giving advice or are you listening? Did the person ask for this? No. Right. And so that can be kind of, um, you know, I have to watch myself with that and I have to be careful the different relationships that I do that in, you know, um, I, I've, I've learned to set, to have better standards for myself as far as like, okay, I'm not, I, you know, number one, um, don't give advice to people who aren't going to, you know, 
if they do ask for it, but they don't take your suggestions, why would you give them any more advice, Ashley? Obviously they don't, they're not proactive and they don't, they don't care. That's, and that's not my responsibility. So to keep me from being frustrated, I've learned, you know, to better discern, you know, who do I give my pearls to? Okay. You guys know pearls take a lot of work and, uh, a lot of time your pearls are your wisdom and you got to be careful who you give them to you don't want to throw them to the dogs okay and the dogs are the ones who could care less about all the pressures and the things you've been through to develop the, the wisdom that god has done in you and you got to learn to set standards for yourself you can become so frustrated with other people but if you set better standards for yourself and who you pour yourself out on and who you give advice to and 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 as far as okay do i want to just give advice or do i want to be a person where i can just be with somebody and if they ask for it i'll give it to them Right. Because, you know, I used to just give advice because I was trying to help them change their situation because their situation was stressing me out. Again, I learned that growing up. That was just an old pattern being brought that I brought into my adult life. But anyway. So then I was just like writing some other things down. I can feel close to someone because of how long they have been in my life. I let time be intimacy instead of the actual fact of knowing them and what I do know. I've equated intimacy to time instead of knowing somebody and their character. And I can know them and look at their character and know that they, you know, they, they are stagnant. They're not growing. They're not changing. And they are, it's very one-sided, but, oh, well, I've known them for a long time. You, you guys get what I'm saying here? So I can minimize because I understand I try to downplay the patterns that are unhealthy. You guys, and that's, and that's, you know, I do understand. I've been through a lot of things in my life and I'm sure you guys have too, right? Um, if you've been through a lot of difficulty in your life, um, it, it definitely humbles you and you learn to appreciate life and appreciate people in a different way. When you've gone through difficulty yourself, you guys, I've told you I've been homeless with my mom. I watched my mom get abused. Um, you know, I like, like I said, being homeless, uh, going through all kinds of stuff with my husband when we were young and, and different things with my old fellowship and you guys just so much so much things and so because of that I have a real sensitivity for other people like I don't judge people you know because I'm like I've I've been in the gutter and I know how it feels and I know how much I appreciate somebody who just understands and doesn't judge me right for the things I've been through and, and all this kind of stuff and so anyway but my understanding can keep me sort of delusioned to the facts right at times and the patterns like if somebody's unhealthy like that's just the truth well I understand I've known him for a long time you know and so anyway it says uh so here's some unhealthy relational patterns I have ignored in my own life um these are just kind of some things you know this person isn't close to the Lord that's really important to me you know I need fellowship in my life but you know, I've held on to people that weren't close to the Lord, you know, um, and so we didn't really have any fellowship in that way. And that's, like I said, that's, that's my, that's the foundation of my life, you know, and uh, if that person isn't rooted in the Lord, how can I really trust that they're going to give me sound counsel, right? Because I'm living for the Lord. And so I got to be really careful who I hook myself to, you know, um, the person doesn't invest in me, right? I'm pouring into them, but there's no reciprocation, right? Um, they, com they complain and compare. You guys ever had those kind of relationships? They complain and they compare themselves and they might not do it directly to you, but they're constantly doing it with other people. And so that's just, a, that's just how they evaluate. And so, you know, at some point they're going to do that with you as well. That's one thing I've learned. That's really been hard for me to accept 
is um, who people are with you in relationship, they will be that way with other people. And so it's like, I really try, I really seek to be a person of integrity in all my relationships and who I'm going to be with them that I'll be with everybody but that's who people really are you know and and sometimes I don't look at who people really are on the side of you know like, like I said the toxicity I'm like well who they could become right instead of who they are which is really great however I'm human and I have needs too and that's the thing that I, I used to put to the side uh what are some other toxic things I won't confront the eggshells if I tell them the truth um you know then what's going to be the consequences of that? You know, because my thing is, you guys, and, you know, my biggest fear was being abandoned or relationships falling apart. And, you know, I like having people in my life. And like I said, sometimes I will um, kind of give myself a false sense of, of relationships um, with people um, just by not acknowledging the toxicity and the one-sidedness and, and then calling that a relationship just because I've known him for a long time and I understand and and all that kind of stuff I don't always give myself the space to realize look I need relationships that are going to be there for me just as much as I am there for them so anyway you guys um I just want to share this with you just in case you can relate do you have you know kind of these old patterns do you what are your criteria for keeping a relationship do you do that too do you just go by oh I've known him for a long time this is history or do you really allow their character to be the, the criteria? And and that's the thing. If you are in a relationship with somebody and you're basing it off of history and you're still feeling drained with that person, it, it is a character issue um, really on, on both of our parts. Their part, obviously, because they don't recognize, you know, their own areas they need to grow in. And then our character flaw just by not taking responsibility for that and establishing new criteria that we really need. And that's why we need healing, you guys, in our life. Hey, I'll be out in just a second, you guys. They're banging on the door, you guys. It so much annoys me, seriously. Um, but that's why it's important for us to recognize these things so we can get the healing that we need. Lord, heal me from, you know, holding on to toxic people. Help me to establish the criteria and have the courage to communicate that. You know, I have needs too, Lord. I, I need things in my life. And then once you start to take those steps, you guys, you're going to have a lot more peace in your life. You're going to feel a lot better about yourself and your situation. And, um, you know, you're gonna get what you need and you're gonna make the progress you wanna make. But sometimes, like I said, we just hold on to the wrong people for the right reasons. So anyway, you guys, take a sober look at your relationships today. Are they rooted in history or character? And how are they impacting you? How do you feel with them? Are you getting what you need? Are you growing and making progress? Do you feel frustrated with this person? Um, you know, and if you do, ask yourself what expectations have you put upon them that maybe you need to readjust and put upon yourself and set some new standards of criteria for relationships so you no longer attract those kind of relationships to you okay you guys this is hard stuff but it's really life-giving so anyway thank you guys for listening to the podcast please continue to share on social media share with your friends it will help the algorithm go bro i would like to get you know my goal is I'm going to say like 20,000 downloads by October of this year. I would love, I would love that. I mean, I would love to get to like a million downloads, but I need your guys' help with that. So anyway, continue to listen, share you guys, leave me a review. It does help the podcast. Thank you guys for listening today. I hope you have an awesome day and I will talk to you next time.